Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Welcome back. We Thank are you. so excited to have you. Thank you. It is good it's to be back. Megan. It's Megan. It's been a little while. Been a little while. <laughs> so what's been happening in your world over this last spring and summer season? Well, so um, uh, many people probably don't know, but I ended up finding out that I had uterine cancer in the spring and ended up hmm. having a full hysterectomy um, and just... Got off all my restrictions from that. So that's kind of how my summer has been. So you say things- it with just such little uh, oh, ease, no problem, no big deal. Well, I you had know. time to deal with it. So And and, <laughs> wow. and, it's, and they got it all. It's gone. So I don't have to do radiation awesome. or chemotherapy or anything like that. So. Well, congratulations, I guess, is well, the yeah. right word to say. So I'll just have to keep doing my, my checkups and stuff. But uh, I will just plug one little thing that if you, um, when you're going to the doctor, if you feel like you don't agree with what a doctor might tell you, you always go for a second opinion yeah so but i'm is that I'm, your your experience that was definitely my experience I, it's been an issue i've been complaining about for two and a half years Whoa. and um thank god i, I we figured it out or i well it was found sort of in a in a very interesting interesting way but mm-hmm. um thank god it was back in march and um because it was uh, that my tumor was the size of a walnut. Wow. <laughs> so. Well, well, we are even more excited to have yes. you back and have you here sitting with us. And yep. for the listening audience, you're going to get just a dose of Mark and Megan right now today. That's right. A little bit of us and a little bit of information. And it's yeah. So it's been uh, since it's been such a long time. I feel like that we have a lot that we can share and impart right. knowledge to the people who are listening. Um, and you know, we like to always go back and forth between just different takes on the real estate world and give you guys, the listening audience, just a um, fresh perspective of things to think about, how we can help you, give you some tips, right. educate you. And over the last several weeks, at least for me, I've had plenty of people come to me and say, you know, what What do you think uh, a good agent looks like? And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting question. Right. You know? And it made me start thinking and realizing that in the real estate world, yeah, there are agents who stand out over others. Mm -hmm. And you, the client, especially sellers, um, can get very particular about the agent that they use to um, list their house and sell their house. And in our real estate world, we go through this every day. In our real estate world, who are agents, we have our own little special presentations mm-hmm. that we might present and give to someone who's looking to sell their house to convince you, the general public, that you should use us. Well, I decided to say, let's let's spin that perspective and put our own kind of seller or client hat on today. Okay. And let's say, what questions should we be asking of the realtor um, to, to help them explain to us that they are a good agent right and to help explain to us that they will get the job done 
and that they'll be able to sell the house because that's really all that matters. Right. Uh, you want to sell your house and you want to get the most money that you can for it. Mm-hmm. That, that's bottom line. And so are there people that have more skills, more tools in their tool belt than others to help make that happen? Right. Um, you know, there's recently some transactions that I was able to be a part of where, and this is a slightly different story, but it's more for buyers, where the buyers have been shopping for two years plus. Mm-hmm. They sold their house in what they thought was the height of the market, and then they rented and they were looking and looking, and then the market a year after, which happened to be last year, right. got even crazier, and they as buyers could not really seal the deal. They were bouncing back and forth of agents, and... Um, I landed on them just by happenstance of just one of my listings and started, we hit it off and we realized, okay, I can help them out. And they realized, oh, I like and trust you. And we recently got a contract, um, as I'm, as I was representing them as a buyer and they are now not to gloat, but saying they're in love with me. <laughs> I'm like, yes, because I can help you out. Right. And, and so for a buyer or a seller, there's this perspective of what do you look for in an agent? And I think you, you actually said it. You said two of them, um, like, know, and trust you. And mm. I know we've talked about that mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that does also help when you're looking for someone. Obviously, we've got the, the questions that we can ask. And um, something I just thought of that's kind of cool between you and me, we have over 40, over 40, years. Over 40 years of real estate experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, yeah, so if you're looking at even our company icon real estate that we both work mm-hmm. for, Dave has over 20. Yep. Other agents have way more as well. So there is a, a slew of experience yes. in, in our firm, but that is one thing to look for. Now that you bring that up, and, and our tagline and our sign-off, mm-hmm. we say whenever you're looking for an agent, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated and available right. five key words those are words that stood out to dave and i when we started icon real estate and we really held on to those five key words because we think those are distinguishing characteristics of a good agent right so you talk about experience right years yes <laughs> years is one thing <laughs> yep. right what what matters why do, why do number of years matter i think it's because you aren't thrown by certain situations Um, and every transaction that you do, every sale, um, every listing that you have, every buyer that you work with, none of them are ever the same. Right. And so when something different comes at you, you're not thrown off. You're not shocked. You're, you're calm, collected, and you can help control the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that plays a big role into it. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. So as, as I put my seller hat on, you know, you can just flat out say, how many years have you been in the business? Right. That's one thing. But I think you can also look to say, you know, how many listings have you had? That's I've had people ask me that. Really? Sure. How many listings did you take on last year? Um, they might say something like, well, how many deals have you done in your lifetime? Or they might say, well, what were your sales volume last year? They might say something like, um, you know, what year did you get started? Those are all good questions, Mm -hmm. but they can also be scary questions to a realtor when, you know, okay, what are you, what's the right answer? Right. I I don't know. I mean, I had probably, I don't even know off the top of my head. I probably had 15 listings last year. That doesn't seem like a lot. For last year. Yeah. That was fabulous. But, but for an unexperienced seller that doesn't know what the market was like and what, you know, everyone was going through, 
that would seem like, oh, okay, that's not really. Exactly. So it's, so those are all the questions that I receive Mm -hmm. as an agent who goes and takes on those listings. I would rather not ask those direct questions. Um, I would try to fit, filter out, like, how can you, how can you glean the, the experience from that agent? Like what questions to ask? So I'm thinking more of along, along the lines of like, you know, what was the more challenging listing that you've had? That's a good one. Um, and, and how did you, how did you resolve it? You know, well, you're or, like actually looking at it like an interview. Yes. Like what was, what was a challenging situation that you may have had in the listing and how did you, yeah, how did you resolve it? How mm-hmm. did you get through it? Cause that um, speaks to experience mm-hmm. and then it also speaks to some of the other things that we'll cover, but th- put the hat on like you are an interview. So if you have ever been in the business and you are looking for a, an employee mm-hmm. and you've gone through and have ran an interview, put that hat on. Uh, that would be one of my suggestions because right. those questions that I just rattled off that all speak to experience, A, it might not give you the answers that you want, and it B, might not filter out if the agent's a good agent or not. Um, right. Exactly. I mean, they could also have a team that's working for them, mm-hmm. and maybe most you know of the transactions are actually being done by other people. Yeah, so. and we have pe- we have people in our office who don't have the number of years that you and I Mm -hmm. do under their belt and they're quality agents. And so they have a team of support system around them. That's going to be able to give them that experience. Right. And I think that's huge. And that's, that's what I had my very, very first listing that I ever had. They asked me how long I'd been doing this. And I was like, Oh, it feels like a while. Um, (laughs) Don't want to admit to how long. Right. And you know what? It was, everybody was fine with it. And I sold the house quickly and for more money than they were asking for. I mean, Uh it it ended up being a a great transaction and um, with good people. But also the, the biggest thing is if you don't know something, admit, you know, okay, if I don't know something, I can certainly find out the answer for you. Mm -hmm. I have a team of agents that are working with me that can assist me with anything else that if there's something I don't know, we'll get the answers. And having that, those resources and that confidence, Mm -hmm. I think um, from a realtor perspective going into an interview, which is a little turn from what we were talking about, but that confidence is is huge. Absolutely. So you can judge characters from that way. So from the experience standpoint, yes, Mm -hmm. you can ask those hard hitting, just direct questions of give me your stats Mm -hmm. and that'll speak to a little bit of the experience, but dig a little deeper because just because an agent might sell $15 million in sales, doesn't mean that they're going to be the right fit for you. Right. Um, and then just because somebody only did $2 million in sales last year doesn't mean they're not the right fit for you. Right. Like, I mean, like me, for instance, you know, I've have 22 years experience. This year has been a little bit slower because I've had some health issues right. going on. Right. So and if so somebody were to ask me, exactly, it would look like I don't have the experience, but I, I mean, again, 22 years mm-hmm. and through several different, really interesting markets. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so definitely there. That covers experience. Right. When it comes to the second word that we like to promote innovative, what is, I mean, why does that matter? It's thinking out of the box is the way I look at it. Uh-huh. You know, what are you going to do that's that's kind of different mm-hmm. than what, you know, just putting into them MLS, just listing it, and then just sitting back and just waiting for, you know, buyers to come knocking on the door. Um, so what makes you different? That's mm-hmm. kind of how I, I look at innovative. It is what makes you unique. And that's mm-hmm. one that's one of the words that I use in my listing presentation, not to give away all of my cards, but if you're not unique you're weak is right. a question from a, uh, a big kind of a real estate coach that's out there that mm-hmm. I've held on to that phrase because being unique is helpful, 
for you, the client, but you, the listening audience. So as, as we realtors just go through the motions and mm -hmm. take on listings every single week or whatever might be going on, we want, at least my personal feeling is you want an agent that makes you feel special, that also can customize a specific marketing plan and a specific listing game plan to help you specifically. Mm -hmm. And that takes a little bit of innovation. That takes right. a little bit of unique factor to be like, not every house is the same. Not every house um, has the specific kind of same template of marketing strategies of, oh, we're all going to, every house needs a drone and every house needs video and every house needs, you know, a, a flyer and every mm -hmm. house needs an open house. Well, it might not. And so somebody who can think critically and strategically and innovatively <laughs> to right. be able to help um, your house get sold for top dollar, like so you said. I think a question that you might be able to ask as the seller is mm -hmm. what are you willing to do for my house for selling it that would be different than what someone else would do? Yep. Different I than the standard. I love that question. Mm -hmm. That's a great question to ask because not every agent is going to have an answer for that. Right. Honestly. I mean, they, there are plenty of agents out there that just do the same thing. So you might stump them and that might be a good way to kind of help <laughs> narrow down your, exactly. your, your choices of agents. But being innovative. And so for me, it's that customization that I really try to speak to with, with my clients. Um, third word, personal. There's not a, I don't know if there's a question that you can ask about this, but you should be able to get a vibe Right. Of someone within the first few minutes when you meet them. That, that, that is a, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to put that one in a question either, but most of my listings that I get, it's because, and people have told me, I feel really comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that is huge. If you can, as a seller, have an agent that you don't feel intimidated by, mm -hmm. that you feel like you can talk to as if they're almost a friend, mm -hmm. that way you can be open and honest with them in conversations and feel like you're getting the same responses back from your agent and you're not just being told, you know, just kind of cryptic things or, um, you know, standard responses. I think that's a big thing is, is that personal level and being comfortable with your agent. It's funny you just said that of being open that story that I shared about the buyer mm -hmm. who I'm now under contract with and they had two years of just shopping and working with random agents that they didn't have a relationship with. When we first met, I was showing them a house that I had listed and they were unrepresented. And so I just started talking to them. You know, I'm not out there to try to just hone in on be like, oh, you need to work with me. It right. was more of just conversation and relationships. And then I said, hey, you know, I can actually keep shopping with you or at least show you a few things. They're like, okay. And it was a relationship that grew mm -hmm. over the several weeks to come after that first interaction where they started to like me and know me and trust me to where when we were the night we were going to make the offer, they said, we just want to be completely open and honest with you. And then just rattled off all their financial history of where they are and what they do and what they can afford. And they could afford the house, but they're like, we just want to be transparent. We, we like you. We know you. We trust you. And we want to be open with you. And there was that. The, from yes. from like several weeks, it had only been like maybe six or seven weeks since I first met them to the progression relationship building of they could trust me. And there's that personal relationship that we we're able to build mm -hmm. quickly to where they were able to just dump everything and say, we know you like you and trust you. Well, and I think it's huge because it's financial, you know, first of all, buying a house is a huge financial decision. Selling a house is a huge financial decision. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously 
people's personal finances do get involved in that. And sometimes there's situations where, I mean, we don't deal with it very much anymore at all, but you know, like short sales where someone owes more on the house than what they can sell for. So, Mm -hmm. and there's that feeling of you, how do you tell someone that? Because a lot of people were embarrassed to say it, but it's, it's honestly, it's just what the market was at that point in time. So you've got to feel comfortable with the agent that you choose to be able to have those those personal conversations with them because the more that the agent knows, the better we're going to be able to help you sell your home. Yep. And you have to be comfortable um, and with your agent. Mm-hmm. That's truly how I feel. Yep. And a majority of my clients do come from people that I already have an existing mm-hmm. relationship with. and um, But I'm always out there looking for people who I don't know right. who I can build a relationship with quickly. And they can know me, like me, trust me, and they can work with me. So it's a combination of um, cultivating existing relationships, and and my realtor hat on right now, cultivating Mm -hmm. existing relationships with people that I know, and then out there working to make new ones. And so if you, the listening audience, don't have a friend (laughs) that you're close with who is a realtor, pursue that kind of relationship with someone who you then can know and like and trust. I definitely agree with that. Um, the fourth word is, this is an interesting one that we can probably spend a little bit of time on, dedicated. What does it mean, I mean, to be dedicated? To me, that speaks to, I want you, the agent, to be dedicated to me. <laughs> right. And, and I want you to work for me. And I want you to, you know, answer the calls when I call. I want mm-hmm. you to respond to the text. I want you to, to be committed right so how do you how do you filter that out in just a quick 10 minute kind of interview process ask them how busy they are mm-hmm. uh, and that's something else that as uh putting again like the the realtor hat on you can just because you may not have a ton of sales actually can be a better thing for the seller like if I don't have mm-hmm. 20 listings going on, mm-hmm. that's 20 other sellers that are pulling me away from being able to focus on your listing. Yes, I can try to, you know, you can do your best, but that's a lot of business going on at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So being dedicated, I think also just falls into, um, you know, making the time, putting the time in just specifically for mm-hmm. that client. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like dedicated and available kind of run together they a do. little bit. They do. But I think the dedicated is, you know, I'm going to do more for you than, again, just stick in your house in the MLS and just waiting. Mm-hmm. Because dedicated, so let's just cover both of those words at the same time, dedicated and available. Dedicated means that I'm going to work hard for you. Right. Like, I'm going to go and I'm going to, like, negotiate as, as much as possible. I'm mm-hmm. going to market as much as possible. I'm going to work to try to sell your house. Available is is more the question of, you know, how, how often are you going to be able to connect with me to give me feedback on the mm-hmm. showings that I have? You know, that's, that'll be a question that you can ask an agent. Right. Um, and if they say, well, you know, I'm, I can probably get back with you within a couple of days. Okay. That's an answer. Um, I would, as an agent, if that answer, if that question was thrown to me, I would almost throw it back in their face and be like, well, how often do you want me I to agree. respond to you? And I'm available to, to respond to you however often you want me to. Right. You know, and, and so that would be my real estate answer is to say, I'm constantly available for you. Do you want feedback once a week? I can give it to you. If you want feedback every day, I can give it to you. Well, and I guess that fits into also the question that you want to ask specifically to the agent is 
Um, think about it before you ask it, how often you specifically do want to get feedback. Um, and, and sometimes you can get, you can get it instantly through showing time if the agents choose to share that feedback when mm-hmm. other agents are showing your home. But there's also, what if nobody's been looking for like a week? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to be updated every Monday mm-hmm. on um, what's going on with your listing, even if there's nothing? Mm-hmm. You know, no new updates. You still just want to be contacted once a week. So as the seller, think about how often you would want to be contacted. Mm-hmm. And then ask that question. Ask if the agent is willing to, um, you know, reach out to you that often. Yeah. And I've learned the hard way as an agent, mm-hmm. you know, where I wasn't meeting the expectations of the client. And so the seller was wanting that almost every day, every other day kind of communication feedback. And I was maybe reaching out to them like every Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Where, what's, what's, what am I missing here? And they're like, well, you're just not getting back to us quick enough. I'm like, well, you weren't asking for anything. And it, there was just a disconnect right. in the communication of what they expected from realtor and what I was giving. So I learned the hard way. That was several, several 15 years ago. Plus I remember the specific client where that happened. I have one too. And I remember exactly, and I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but I do remember that there was something that they wanted, but they never told me what their expectation was. Mm-hmm. And I, he, he, he got, I guess, upset about something. And I remember saying, look, I can't make things better if you don't tell me what it is that you would like to have. So mm-hmm. I think managing expectations, um, even from the seller perspective is good, but feeling confident and feeling comfortable enough to talk to your agent about what it is that you want and what it is that you need. So don't feel like you're going to be coming down to them. Or even if you don't like confrontation and you don't want to bring up something that your agent's not doing that you would like to have, Think of it from our perspective. We want to help you the best that we can. So if you don't share that information with us, we can't help you the way you want to be helped, which is what our ultimate goal is. Open line of communication. Yes. Always feel open to be able to talk to your agent and, um, you know, and, and maybe ask them that question too. You know, if there's something that I'm not happy with, can I bring that up to you? You know, how was the best way to talk to you about that? And, um, but yeah, I think being available, I think too many times there's just agents out there that, Again, they put the house on the market and just leave it mm-hmm. and do not speak to their clients. They're just, it'll just sell when it sells. So, which um, goes to the, the phrase that I've always coined for our company, but also myself, that we are concierge level agents. Right. And you think of what that means. You go to a fancy hotel and they have the concierge desk there. That's somebody who's constantly available, who is knowledgeable, who will help you with anything and point in the right direction and tell you the cool places to go around the hotel mm-hmm. and the town and everything like that. And they're constantly at your service and are able to help you with anything. And that's kind of the, the mentality that I have as an agent that right. I, my goal is to give you that next level service to yes, be able to help sell your house. Yes. Be able to maximize your proceeds, but do it in a way that, um, goes above and beyond what other agents might do. Right. And so I want to, present that and communicate that to any of my clients. So these questions that we're talking about, um, I hope they can help because right. they can, you can, you can use them and, um, yeah, trust me, I don't want to be on the, on the hot seat when I'm meeting with you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm open to these questions far away. Right. I, I agree with you. I think and that when you walk in the door, you've got to be prepared. And I think that, um, 
the first question of experience that you know we were talking about i think when someone is standing there the other agent you'll get an idea of their experience level but how they react and respond to the questions that you do choose to mm -hmm. ask so mm -hmm. ask ask just about anything that you want um to the agents where i mean where we especially us here and at the icon office we're all very open yeah um, very open very honest um a lot of integrity Mm -hmm. I mean, um, we're, we're just, we're a good bunch here. And honestly, a, a lot of the agents in this area are like that as well. They, they are, are. We, they have are. A, we have a really good area, um, and a good association of realtors here. That's just, um, a lot of good people. Yeah. And I think you can get a lot of different answers mm -hmm. from these questions and still find the right match for you. Right. I agree. Um, and, and just again, talking about experience, just circling back to that. Yes. You can be a fresh agent and still be really good. Mm -hmm. And you can be an experienced agent uh, who's been around for a long time and not be so good. So find the yep. right one for you. You know, I, I, totally I don't know agree. why I'm coming back to that, but I just, I feel like that's, that needs to be one of the last things to say because I agree. It, it just, you just never know. Um, and and I'll, I'll even throw this out there just because an agent is new. I can tell you from experience and from seeing several new agents, they are going to hustle yep. their backsides off for yep. you. So just because you might get an agent that's only sold maybe one house, maybe mm -hmm. two houses ever, don't just you know push them aside and think, oh, they're not going to be able to do this because they probably are going to work so hard for you. And you, you they're going to have a team, especially the office. That's the where the support system. Mm -hmm. That's where the support system really works. That we covered that, which I love. And so, man experience, innovative, personal, dedicated, available. Those are all five key buzzwords that you can use to really just filter out the, the good from the bad, have the cream rise to the crop Yeah. when you're selling your house or even when you're buying your house. Um, remember that people who are helping you buy your house can do the same thing for you. Um, and again, mm -hmm. my story, I'll just come back to that. For whatever reason, certain agents, I have no idea who these agents were that were attempting to help these people just weren't committed, I guess, or weren't personal mm -hmm. or weren't experienced or weren't dedicated or available. I don't know what the issues were, but thankfully I was able to land them. I That's love right. it. Love it. Help them out. And now they're happy and under, under contract. Well, Yay. let's, let's move on because I love this idea of the concierge level um, agent. We can talk about it all day. But let's wrap up here with our final typical segment. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what are the things happening here this week? Now that we're in the month of August. I know. It's so crazy. So um, we had, I can't even remember what episode number it was, but we did somewhere back in the 40s or 50s. You can go back and listen to it. We had the um, Shenandoah Music Theater on. Oh, and yeah. And that was fantastic. So yep. I believe the third and final play yep. of the season is going to be going on. Joseph. Um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Last so, weekend for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so That's more of the, that. the kids, family, friendly one. And I just, since you haven't been around, I have been able to go to the other shows. The, I've heard the about Jersey them. Boys mm -hmm. and Hello, Dolly were great. Um I've had people mention that they saw my name in the program and they mentioned my name when they first introduced the show. Oh, cool. And so plenty of people are giving me shout outs. So thank you for attending and going to SSMT and recognizing that my face and my name are associated with that. So well, thank you for awesome. all the people out there who have 
give me that feedback. Well, and I didn't pick that one on purpose, but I guess it does just very, yes. very well fit in there. there. You go. Um, also the Friday, the fourth, we have a uh, first Friday in old town spirit. That's going to be on the old town mall. That's from five to 10 PM. Yep. Um, there is also a 6 PM one day. I want to do this. It's the guided walking tour of old town Winchester. I know. I know. I believe they start that at, don't they start that at the Kurtz building? They have started that at the Kurtz building. And we've talked about that when mm-hmm. we were at the other building too. And ghost tours, you know, we, I've, we've, we've talked about that, I feel like, last year maybe even. I think in October, but, um, around Halloween, they do yeah. the, the walking-guided mm-hmm. ghost tour of Winchester. Yeah, but that's again, cool. Again, no, no thank you for me. Um, <laughs> it sounds pretty cool, but no thank you. Yeah. Um, also, okay, this is huge. Frederick County Fair is going to be going on. So um, you'll go to Frederick County, the website, and you can see all the list of events that they're going to have uh-huh. um, going on because there's always so many in concerts and um, all sorts of different stuff. Then, then also on Saturday um, from 12 to 5 is the Peaches and Beaches. Cool. That is going to be a festival yes. that's at uh, West Oaks Farm West Market. Oaks, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Levi talked about that a few weeks ago, and he was excited about that one. So that's something to brag about. They're going to have wine and beer tastings and live music and all kinds of fun games and stuff. So definitely if you're looking for something to do, uh, head on out because that looks like it's going to be a good time. And if you missed that episode, go back and listen to the one where we had um, Levi on from West Oaks. Um, He's a really cool dude. So check that episode out. Yep. So that's just some of the things that are going to be coming up here um, in the near future. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. And we hope you learned something from today's episode. Look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate agent, here they are. Make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. There are those words again. There they are. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us, and we would love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, and thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia, and our social media queen, Liv Gordon. Until next time, stay iconic. Iconic.